Hello and welcome back to Meraki Unboxed once again. My name is Simon Thompson, host for today, and you are listening to episode 91 of the Meraki Unboxed episodes. And this is a bonus that we're putting in here. Uh, another one. Uh, we've got just so much content going on at the moment. We're struggling to keep to our once every two weeks cadence. Uh, so we didn't think you'd mind too much. We've given you an extra episode once again. We had one recently, a bonus episode on esports. Uh, but this time, well, we've got some exciting news that we really just wanted to share with you and, and talk through a little bit. And I will very shortly be introducing Lawrence from our leadership team, uh, who is going to join us in that conversation. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you, Meraki Unboxed uh, is a podcast we normally run every two weeks. And uh, we love to fill this with content, not just about the products at Meraki, but also the people uh, the organization, uh, the business, what we're trying to do to to really help the world uh, with our solutions and the problems that we're trying to, to address. And we also love to feature you, the customers and partners of Cisco Meraki. And so definitely encourage you to reach out if you have any ideas for episodes or any use cases or stories you'd love to tell on the podcast. We'd love to have you on here as a guest. Now you can reach me very easily, um, pick up your email and just type in simon at meraki.com. Send me a message and let me know what you think of the show and what you would like to cover on here. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, so without further ado, um, I would like to bring in my special guest for today, very special guest, uh, Lawrence. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Simon. It's good to talk to you again. It's great to have you back on here. We were just reminiscing before we hit the record button that uh, you were on one of the very earliest episodes of the podcast. I don't remember what that uh, was about. Can you? I actually don't, but um, I'm actually really amazed that this is episode number 91, how yeah. far we've come. It has been quite a journey. It's um, I think we're at three and a half years in at this point in time. So um, it's great to have you back on here once again. Um, so for our audience uh, who maybe weren't around when that early episode happened, um, could you just tell us uh, what you do at Cisco Meraki? Sure. Um, I actually recently just took on a new role here at Cisco Meraki. So I'm the general manager for Meraki as well as for Cisco Wireless. Uh, previously, when I was on the podcast, I was responsible for the product management team here at Rocky. Oh, wow. So this is extremely exciting news. You, congratulations. Your role has expanded quite a bit then. Thanks. Are you still getting your feet under the desk? I think that's fair to say. <laughs> I, I think this is literally day five right. of the new role. Well, I guess we're pretty lucky to have you on here then, given uh, I've no doubt your calendar is... Probably even more full than it was before, but uh, we definitely wanted to have you uh, come on and share some exciting uh, news around uh, the growth of the organization and the and the dashboard, which of course has been fundamental to everything that we've done here at Cisco Meraki over the past, what is it now? We're at uh, 16 years, I think, that the organization's been going and the, the dashboard is uh, really continuing to be right at the heart of everything we do. So Let's just get into that. Um, I understand that we we have hit some pretty interesting milestones. You want to share those with us? Yeah, I'm really excited to share with the audience here that uh, we recently crossed an exciting new threshold where we have over 4 million networks online and over 12 million Meraki devices connected uh, to the platform. So phenomenal mm -hmm. growth and the team is incredibly excited. It's amazing. I mean, 4 million networks. And 
remind us how many devices we can potentially have in a network because this is because because that number on its own is impressive but you know it goes way beyond that you've said 12 million devices but i mean how many can we have in a in a typical network it's it's many thousands right yeah, it's like uh, 25,000 plus, you know, the, we keep growing and scaling and even I lose track of the exact number. <laughs> well, I think one of the things that's really stood out for me incredibly impressive is the is the rate of growth that we've experienced. So you and I, Lawrence, we've been working together for, for many, many years. How many years are we talking about? It must be a decade just about at this point. Uh, and we have seen so much uh, evolution of this um, this dashboard and the adoption of it. Um, over that time, and and I think I'm right in saying that we were we only just hit three million active networks last year, right in 21. You're right. Um, you know, I was actually pulling up some notes, and I, I was looking back at this. It's it's pretty amazing because we actually hit one million networks uh, back in May of 2017. So that was a little mm. over 10 years after uh, Meraki started. And then we ended up hitting 2 million networks in April of 2019, which is less than two years later. And then to your point, 3 million networks March of last year, which again happened in less than two years. And now we're sitting at 4 million networks uh, in just 19 months. That's quite a story. You must be very proud of the team. I'm incredibly proud of our team, but I, I think for me, the bigger thing is, you know, the impact that we're having on the industry continues to accelerate. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's probably the most exciting part here. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, of course, why we we get up in the morning and, and do this every single day. Um, and so I, I think the acceleration is incredibly exciting to talk about. But you have to ask yourself why. Like, what, how is it that we've managed to to hold on to this kind of appeal um, as we've scaled and grown the the organization, the number of products that we that we offer, and the number of solutions that we're able to to address. So, you know, what are you typically hearing from customers? What what's your sense of why you think this success is is there? Yeah, I think when I talk to customers, like you know, every single customer they have their own sets of unique challenges, uh, but I think there are definitely some things that are common, especially over these past few years. I think first and foremost, you know the IT teams at the heart of an organization, like that has been made abundantly clear uh, to many of our uh, you know, uh, customers. I think when you think about this idea of how do you actually support modern enterprises and businesses, you need a world-class network infrastructure to support uh, the lifeblood and heartbeat of that business. Mm -hmm. And so for many of our uh, customers out there, this is a big driver for them to continue to invest in IT infrastructure and technology but then it becomes you know, more than just that. It becomes, how do I actually support new business initiatives? Maybe I want to be able to you know, not only turn up uh, new storefronts, but I also need to be able to support new use cases around physical security and doing it in the way, uh, simplest way possible. Mm -hmm. um, if I look at sustainability, you know, for many of our customers in EMEA and you know, around the world, this has become a very hot topic. They want to know how can the investments that they're making actually contribute to a sustainable future. Um, and I, I think the list goes on and on, but I think at the heart of it is, you know, being able to adapt to changing needs, whether it's for, uh, you know, driven by what's uh, internal to their company or, uh, you know, mandates are changing around the, the world here. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think it's a mark of the maturity that we've reached as an organization. When I think back to the early days when, when I first joined, a lot of the conversations were were certainly around simplicity and they were certainly around 
uh, fast deployments, you know, zero touch deployments, and just being able to just do everything more easily with less. Uh, and, and the amazing thing is that over time, the, the conversations evolved beyond you know, the products and the features that we have and the speeds and feeds that we have. It's much more of a business conversation that we're, we're starting with now. And, and really, it's, uh, we're able to address so many of the challenges our customers have that we can start with that. So we can we can actually get into uh, trying to solve those those use cases. That, that must be. Uh, something that that gives you a lot of pride again with with seeing how many of those we can address. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, this is one of the things I've been thinking about lately, which is, you know, given our history, like what is the thing that, uh, you know, has really helped our customers be successful and what do we continue to do? Like what should we carry forward over the you know next five uh, years, 10 years? And I think one of the things that, you know, still remains true for me is that ultimately, you know, differentiating with simplicity is truly evergreen Mm. because I I think like the, the funny thing you and I both know this, Simon, in the early days, like, I think if you use the word simplicity or, uh, you know, simple, it would be viewed almost as a four letter word, depending on the type of customer you would be talking to. But for many of the largest enterprises in the world, like they want to embrace this and they really want to find ways to streamline their operations. They want to invest in more automation. They want to use, you know, our APIs to integrate into their existing workflows. They want to be able to, you know, again, hold telemetry and, uh, you know, pair that with other uh, telemetry from other systems that they have out there. And ultimately they want to be able to do this in the simplest way possible. So I believe that we need to continue to deliver on that core value proposition, even as we support more use cases and our customer base continues to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's it's worth reflecting again on the fact that uh, simplicity doesn't come cheap. It doesn't come for free, that's for sure. And it's it's actually really hard to, to keep engineering in uh, simplicity into the product, especially as the portfolio grows and its breadth of capabilities continues to grow. I mean, how do we continue to keep this at the, at, as the North Star for the organization, given its growth and complexity now? Yeah, in, in some ways, like, I would say it's almost become easier, uh, even though the challenges may be harder. And what I mean by that is, even if you listen to, you know, what Chuck Robbins, the CEO of Cisco talks about, and all the leaders in the organization, they really come to embrace this idea that you know, delivery on simplicity is probably one of the most sophisticated things you can do for your customers. And I, I think that mindset, as long as you, you know, start with that and then focus on, you know, customer pain points and use cases, like that really, you know, helps drive the culture of the product development organization and mm-hmm. thinking through, you know, the capabilities that we bring to market. Does it truly deliver on that promise or can we do better? And I think that even if we continue to, you know, uh, build new use cases. This is one thing where ultimately, if you can deliver on a better way to uh, you know, deliver that mousetrap, if you will, I think this is something that customers will truly value time and again, and they continue to vote with uh, you know, their, their network infrastructure. Uh, they continue to bet on Meraki as a platform. And this is really what's been driving a lot of the growth that we've been seeing over the past few years. Mm. 
And actually, I was going to ask you what your thoughts were around how we continue from here, how we continue to keep that scale going, because I've no doubt that uh, Chuck Robbins has already asked you how are we going to get it to five million and probably beyond that as well. So uh, so what are your thoughts around how we how we continue to stay that keep stay on that path, really, and just keep that success going? Yeah, I, I think in many ways, like we started this journey, um, you know, especially at the past Cisco Live in uh, the U.S. back in June, where we talked about how we were going to start bringing Catalyst and Rocky uh, together. And you're talking about, you know, some of the world's you know best networking right. uh, hardware and software in the world with the world's best network management uh, you know solution, and you know bringing these two portfolios together in a meaningful way. Uh, it's it's not an easy challenge, but I think right. that for us, it still remains, you know, as long as we're focused on the end customer, focused on their pain points and use cases, like we can deliver the right uh, solutions for them. Like I have complete confidence in the team uh, for that. Yeah, I uh- it's well. I mean, obviously, our success has borne that out, and we've we've seen it w- across the portfolio as we've looked at this wonderful phrase I keep hearing of solving problems, not building features, right? And think and really putting the customer at the heart of of everything we're doing. It just it feels like the winning formula. So, uh, the interesting thing for me though is how are we going to uh, continue this this growth um, with the people we have? Right? We 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 need to um, we're going to need more people, right? <laughs> well, Simon, it's, it's almost like you set me up for a, a slam dunk here, but you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I think one of the things that has kept me here uh, at Meraki at Cisco is really the, you know, the people, the culture, yep. uh, the values that, you know, we live each and every single day. And we truly built something incredibly special here that, you know, I'm honored to be able to continue to carry that torch forward for the organization. But that being said, you know, for us to continue to transform this industry uh, for the benefit of our customer, we are going to need people. So for those of you who may have been curious about, you know, what it's like to work at Meraki, uh, you know, to help build the technologies and solutions that many of you, uh, you know, love each and every single day, I would just encourage you to take a look at, uh, you know, our career site, uh, meraki.cisco.com careers. It's a really great window into the roles that we have, as well as a, a little bit of peek into, you know, what life at uh, Meraki and Cisco is like. Yeah. I mean, it's it's well said. And, and you're right. I did. I did set you up. I was it was quite deliberate, I have to say. But but still, I think very valid, uh, a very valid thing to remind ourselves about is that we are continuing to grow. And uh, so it's a story of success. And, and obviously, if you're listening and you're inspired by what you've heard on this or other episodes, then we'd, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. Um, Lawrence, I mean, it's, it's been, uh, you know, short and sweet this one. We just wanted to get that news out there and just, you know, we're very proud. We wanted to share it with everybody and, uh, and just um, share in that excitement of, of the growth of the organization. Uh, but obviously you now have uh, that, this sort of broader remit to look forward to. So um, are, you, are you getting to take a break before you really roll your sleeves up or are you just heading straight forward? I'll tell you the same thing I tell people on my team. You know, you should take uh, breaks, take PTO uh, when you need it. Like being burned out is the last thing uh, anyone needs. And so, you know, I'll, I'll take, uh, you know, breaks over the holidays, but I'm really excited to jump uh, further into this with uh, the team and continue to help transform, uh, you know, this industry. 
It's fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time out. I know you're extremely busy, so uh, we're very grateful for your time. And and of course, if you're listening and you and you really have uh, un- understood everything we've talked about here, I think the this this thing around use cases and really solving some of the challenges that that you're experiencing. We're very interested in getting that right. And so we'd love to hear from you if you've got any ideas uh, for areas where we could be focusing or if you have your own challenges that you would love some support from, then uh, support with, then we would love to hear from you. And it's very easy, of course, to reach out to us. You know all kinds of ways of doing that online. Uh, but again, if you'd like to surface that on the epi- on an episode of the uh, Unboxed podcast yourself, you're, of course, welcome to join us. And I would love to hear from you. So once again, simon at meraki.com, drop me a line and uh, we'll try and line something up. But Lawrence, thank you so much once again for joining us. Uh, have a great rest of your day. Thanks a lot, Simon. All right. Thanks, everybody. And we'll be back again next week with another regularly scheduled episode of Meraki Unboxed. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>